welcome to the Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shoutouts, fun facts, and weekly banner. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White, Dr. Adam Kay, and Sarah Ann Whitbeck. Welcome back to Fracture Line, everybody. We're very excited to have Dr. Martin Wulschlager. We're talking today about one of your recent publications, which I find very interesting. The title is Surgical Rib Fixation of Multiple Rib Fractures in Flail Chest, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. Before we dive into all that, please tell the listeners who you are, where you are, where you're coming from. Give us a little bit about your background. Thank you very much, Mark and Sarah, for having me in Fracture Line. Very exciting to just have this chat and share because I'm all about sharing experience and life, basically. So I'm a Swiss-trained general and trauma surgeon, including orthopedic trauma, so uh, quite a wide skill set in terms of trauma. And um, so I have left Switzerland as a deputy director trauma there in uh, Alpine Trauma Center about 17 years ago down under to do a PhD clinical fellowship as well and yes the plan was go back but never eventuated so the family loved it here too much and um, so there we go I'm here now I'm running um, one of the largest trauma centers in the state, ahead of trauma here. Uh, with that, I started basically a fixation center here as well, a service, which I established in my former workplace at the Gold Coast. Um, so we have a lot of dual center studies as well and still share nearly everyday stuff. And um, and the plan is to roll it out across the state. So quite exciting. So it's it's good to be part of this as well. And and we became a CVS collaborative center last year. I believe the first one out of the um, out of America. So it's cool, it's good. How did you get involved in CWIS? Tell us about your story with us and you. I heard from CWIS in the, in the early start, but because I, I was very busy with developing a trauma center at the time and didn't have too much time for new things because I'm involved in the college. I run several courses with the college and, and others. And um, so I basically actually got involved through Bavik Patel that you all know. Um, so he was my fellow. Well, we know each other long ago. We worked together for a, a, quite a while and then I, he got to become a fellow and now then trauma consultant and we just developed repixation together basically and that's how i got involved through him so let's uh let's move to your most recent paper the surgical rib fixation of multiple rib fractures and flail chest a systematic review and meta-analysis tell us a little bit about the project who was involved and uh, what your findings were so basically when i came across to the royal brisbane hospital uh, 18 months ago as you i guess do I knew that part of my job is to develop a, trauma, a rib fixation service here because it didn't exist. Barely any ribs were fixed before me. And then I had a keen junior doctor and I thought, well, let's just start from scratch here and start with a systematic review. And, um, and then also with a prospective data collection of all our cases of already 60 cases now. Uh, on the registry in a bit less than 18 months so we're traveling well so and in terms of the, the publication really then uh, the other is a good the other co-author is a very good friend of mine trauma surgeon 
as well that we just thought well the three of us let's just start there in terms of the findings i guess it's it's not too much new but it's it's nice that we could find about 40 studies which shows we're catching up with other areas and it was just a nice piece of work to put it together it's that the length of stay is is, is reduced if you do it particularly in the multiple refractures and the flail and, and the flail uh, patients they really have a, a bigger difference towards the operative ones um, so that's one of the findings in terms of the elderly we as we we know we just have to be more careful with the indication having said that uh, dr patel and myself we published our our geriatric series lately well last year actually in in one of the local papers and we are doing a multi-center study soon here in australia um we on i'm a big believer in we should actually fix more um, elderly patients as well patient selection that's the most important thing i guess yeah so these are these are really the main finding and the, and the other one is interesting and um it's the the fixing within 72 hours and um having moved from the gold coast to brisbane uh, the Gold Coast, we have every second day really a trauma list and an opportunity. So it was quite easy to stay within the 72 hours. Now here in, in my trauma center, it's been more tricky. That's um, see, see how we go with developing more theater lists. Um, that's hard. I'm a big believer in all trauma work I do, not to hesitate too much and just get along with it. Nike, just do it. That's a, one of my mottos in professional life and that's why well i think make the decision early and fix them and then the patient do better I, as i was looking through all the references i was delighted at how many of the 40 you selected are from cus members you know certainly from our consensus statement and and you know non-flail things that i would things i would expect um but also from dr morosco's original rct um and as you mentioned dr uh Pirachi's timing paper you know there were there were just multiple that that were from uh people from within our organization and and i think that's that was exciting to to see so many of um the ties between things that had been selected or or culled out as important papers um and and delighted me from from our perspective as well i think our members would be excited to to look at your paper and how um, that meta-analysis fits into the the research that's been done by our members and it's it's actually quite exciting as you know australia is a quite a big chapter in cvs quite active members apart from silvana it's uh, jeremy sue Bavik patel and, and and some others philip antipa and so on and, and they have come from various angles as well different cities so we covered the country as well so it's 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 really for us we actually have in every trauma conference with a good uh, quite solid discussion and and talks about chest wall stabilization so it's it's good absolutely australia is actually our our second largest country from a membership draw perspective actually um which i think is is fascinating you know given that we have um had connections with some of the other countries and locations for um, a longer period of time, um, you know, since since the inception of CWIS, and yet um, Australia is the one that that has the greatest number of members, second only to the United States. So, 
I think you're you're absolutely correct that that Australia definitely you know has a lot to to offer and brings a lot to to the chest wall injury society. Where are you going with your research in chest wall injury after this paper and looking at basic questions and uh, what do you think the next step you need to take is? So I think there there are a couple of areas. Um, we started our own refixation registry in, in the hospital, which is prospective. So we we will look into. I'm, I'm really keen into seeing the anatomical areas, anterior, lateral, posterior, just get more into the nitty gritty when you really need to fix how many ribs you need to fix and, um, and how to fix as well, actually. Um, so there are still lots of questions open. I guess we, we train ourselves, we get expertise, we share as well. But so that's that's one area. Then then the other area is in the elderly, as I said, we want to contribute to the Dr. Patel to a multi-center study in the elderly just to see on the indications there as well. And talking about indication through Jeremy Sue's group, he started really to get into the nitty-gritty of uh, patient selection, whether we can classify a bit better and, and so on, because I guess it's it's important less for us so, but more for others who start off uh, to make good decisions when to do it, when not to do it, and if you have some some guidance um, other than multiple displaced rib fractures, that's that's one thing, and and you, I mean you can see it on the scan, I guess, but. There's much more to it, as we know. So, um, so that that's the, that area. Now, in Dr. Patel, I already published also um, the volume increase, uh, 1.6 times from pre-op scan to um, one-year follow-up scan, and also the fracture healing, which 99% of fractures in our small series healed. So, and we are still doing follow-ups of a one year with a low, a low dose, non-con CT chest, um, and so that that um, sort of image registry also will grow. And quite keen with the radiologist or the the imaging specialist to potentially go a bit all deeper in, and we might some, some might find areas in terms of. How we should or where we should fix or not, a bit more. Um, so that, these are sort of the topics, um, and and then the, the the other one is really as well the statewide service. Um, so we want to create a statewide um, registry for refixation to support the region, so that not because, as you probably know, Queensland is vast. So we have one thousand. 800 um, kilometers apart hospitals, regional hospitals, and we can't fly every patient that needs fixation down wow. to Brisbane. That's long. And then back again. So, yeah, so we've done now a few of those to teach the surgeon. So the surgeon came with the patient here. It was actually a great experience. And do a one-on-one -on -one teaching on the case with a fantastic outcome effect as well. And, and and now we probably might do it over FaceTime or telehealth, you know, do do use technology as well. And that might be some area as well to do some research as well. Well, uh, Martin, thank you so much for joining us at Fracture Line. I really appreciate it. Uh, Sarah, do you have updates for the week? I just want to give a, an additional shout out um, to Dr. Wilschlager for, for this terrific paper. I think um, 
anyone who's really looking to maybe demonstrate outcomes and and have an opportunity to show either skeptical colleagues or hospital administration or you know any anything like that this is just a really solid paper to be able to pull out and say here are, here are a lot of reasons for you and here are a lot of references for you read these papers read this paper you know and and you'll have the information you need it's it's a really great background so congratulations um dr chris as far as um updates whew, goodness the the one that i would make note of um the most is that we will be having our annual business meeting um so cus does uh, like like other societies does have an annual business meeting and it's in collaboration with um, or in conjunction with our summit meeting so that will be Thursday um, April 28th one week from from date of recording here it'll be at noon mountain time so um, you'll have to figure out when that is for for your local time as you're listening um, to this this podcast but it will be live from the summit for those that are attending it will also be broadcast via zoom and it'll be a separate link from the meeting so um, even if you are not attending the meeting the the business meeting is free and open to everybody and we hope that that lots of people will participate Um, you'll hear from the board chairman um, the treasurer the president each of them the chairs of each of the committees about you know what's gone on in the last year and what they're looking forward to in the upcoming year so it's just a good good solid time to to really understand you know kind of the ins and outs of of the overall society so please join us for the business meeting thursday april 28th 12 o'clock mountain time as far as other updates you know there happens to be a summit going on in in uh, just a week from now so no. you know if you haven't uh, if you haven't already signed up the time is has actually you know the parade has passed you by the time has come um but we're still actually still receiving re- uh registrations both for on-site and online um of course the newsletter and the um the website are great places to find more information um as well as all of our social media feeds please um you know if you have any problems or questions please reach out do not do not let your your problem or question go unanswered based on you know lack of lack of trying so well let's move on to the final stitch then let me let me first start by my final stitch is about you actually you know i reached out to you and you were super welcoming and ready to roll and i I very much appreciate that and your research is amazing I think it contributes to our projects just perfectly, and uh, I really congratulate you on everything. And, and thanks so much for for joining us on Fracture Line. Look, I get nearly every day now stitched up by my team, and why? Because we see more and more e-scooter accidents, um, and some have fractures as well. In, in fact, um, I think I have not fixed anybody yet, but I will surely in a few months, next few months. It's coming. Now, why I'm getting stitched up, you will guess it. I have I have an e-scooter myself. So my wife and I, we bought one lately, um, and we, we travel the bays, the coastline, the beaches. It's beautiful, and we're not going really in the city where all the accidents happen. And um, I probably shouldn't say that online life, but um, ours goes a bit faster than the, the speed limit. 
It's gone. It has gone down. <laughs> I think down to ten, which is is ridiculous to me as a Swiss. I, I like some fun and and some downhill stuff as well. So, but for sure, I wear a helmet and and all the rest that is needed as well. But yeah, so I'm getting really stitched up at the moment. But I don't really care. I love it. It's good. It's good fun. And actually, just as the last thing. I got the taste in San Diego. I went to the AAST meeting, oh, when was it? About four years ago or so in San Diego. And they just started with the e-scooters there. And, um, and then it came to Australia as well, to Brisbane. And um, since then we have more and more. Yeah, it's cool. It's <laughs> That's great. awesome. I love it. <laughs> that is fantastic. That's funny. Well, if you fix someone, you have to let us know. Dr. Okay. Parati and Dr. White are convinced that they are they are going to fix someone based on one of those e-scooters. But I haven't heard that either of them actually done it. So I think they're they're in a hot competition to see who who's going to get the first one. And you may just you may scoop them, you know, and and get to do the first one. That would that would be fantastic. Okay, well, let's let's have a competition. That's good. My final stitch is actually just just kind of a an excitement. I mean, of course, the summit is coming, but and that's you know where my mind is is. Uh, the most but i i think in general just how how pleased i am with how um so many of our industry partners or how excited i am that so many of our industry partners are excited as well you know i know they attend countless meetings in a year you know and there's so many so many other societies and so many other meetings and and i can't tell you how overwhelmingly grateful i am that they you know, continue to demonstrate enthusiasm, whether it's real or not. I I hope that it's real, <laughs> but that they all tell me they're excited for the meeting. Um, as I talk to them about you know their preparations and make sure that everybody has what they need, and you know they just continue to say such nice things about how excited they are to see our membership and and hear the the impressive research that's being done and and just hear from from all the the great talks that everyone has to to give and and rub elbows with our members. So. I, I just want to convey to you how much you know your your industry partners appreciate and and care about the time that you're investing in attending the summit, whether it's online or in person. You know, I I think that that's important. So, thank you to our industry partners who are making time in their schedules as well to to participate. Oh well, oh, thank well. you very much for having me in Fracture Line, and um, was was a really good chat. Having ah, some fun, good talks. We we right. very much thank appreciate you. it. Thank, thank you. Very you. Much.